Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week, I'm back with my buddy Dom. Now, you may remember Dom from an episode or a two-parter quite a while ago, and we discussed religion and uh, politics and a few other things, including airsoft and whatnot, um, so I thought it'd be good to have Dom on again. Now, Dom and I have uh, different political views, but as we respect each other's opinions, uh, it always makes for a great chat. Um, this one in particular is just one of those podcasts where there's no specific topic, there's no uh, set thing in stone. Uh, we kind of sat down with the idea to talk about politics at some point, but um, I'm releasing an episode next week, which will be the more political one. So this one just goes on all sort of variety of subjects. I mean, we don't really talk about one thing for necessarily that long. So just a couple of things we talk about is like growing up and sort of technology, including like MSN Messenger and uh, Bebo and Facebook and how we sort of interacted in school, along with touchscreen phones. Um, we also speak about men and women, sort of uh, when they can be clicky and sort of some of the stereotypes or more traditionally masculine or feminine things. Um, talk about relationship pressure when it comes to mortgages and buying a house. We talk about finances in general. Um, we talk about old man slippers and driving barefoot um we talk about loads of things being thrifty and americanisms and language so it's it's a huge sort of mass it's just a mass of topics really i mean i could sit here and just list off all the things you talk about but it would make a very boring intro and make the podcast sound crap so i'm pretty much gonna just leave it there so before i get started and um, there's a quick promo from suck my thick um which you can, <laughs> they're quite an interesting podcast i've given them a listen uh so i'd you know recommend go check them out if it sounds like your kind of thing um and then we'll be getting straight back into the show so, thanks as always for tuning in, guys. Um, I'll be back at the end, and you know you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that sort of jazz, iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Um, at the end of this chat with Dom, I'll be back to talk about the sort of things that are upcoming. Thanks as always, guys, and I'll talk to you at the end. Hi, I'm Austin. And I'm Cameron, and we host a fan fiction podcast called Suck My Thick. Have you ever wondered who would win in a fight between Big Bird and Guy Fieri? Or maybe you're just wondering, is there any possible way Eeyore could get any hotter? Every Monday, we read some really bad fan fictions to find out. We read all about who R2 is D2F. It's super fun and super uncomfortable. Find us on SuckMyFic.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Come listen to us discuss what kind of nasty stuff we think Shaggy has made Scooby-Doo do for a Scooby snack. Raggy, no! <laughs> Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. Yeah. Now they're still here. So I don't think I bought out in the last minute or something. I don't know who bought them out though. It's basically just like, because they've got a lot of online uh, online presence, but yeah. it's like, well, it's just, you can buy shit online, but you need to do what like, there's a place called Zavi, which is really good. Mm. Um, and that's why I buy a lot of my steelbooks from. And they basically just have nerdy stuff. They've got loads of t-shirts, loads of DVDs, Blu-rays, special editions of things. Like they've yeah. got like a Thanos Infinity Gauntlet <coughs> that you buy with like the 4K version of Avengers and that sort of shit. It's, uh, it's all that sort of jazz. I'm trying to think what we were talking about um, earlier, because I know there's a lot of things I want to get you on uh, to chat about, obviously do the intros and crap i'll start just doing the intros in the intro now rather than trying mm. to say anything when i start the conversation especially when there's like someone new on that i don't know that well and yeah. then it's like when the conversation doesn't flow quite as easily you know and it's like if Tricky. i then start it like, like we need to stop talking and i need to press all these buttons and then we need to look at each other and start something interesting intense yeah stare at each other right in the ears. i'm already substantially hotter now that like those are closed and that's closed like immediately okay. I'm put the room's top, already top got up four degrees it, it has least. yeah yeah it is tempting to open the windows maybe i will I don't know. I'll figure out if it gets too hot. Even though I'm already too hot, <laughs> we'll see. Part of the, the fun of the British. Probably able to acclimatise. Well, hopefully, yeah. And then I mean, by the time you do, and you open the windows, rain. Maybe I think by the time it's going to be England. Well, that's the thing is, that, like a lot of the people listening at the moment, either it won't be the heat wave anymore, or they're going to be in America because quite a few people in America yeah. listen to this. And it's like <clears throat> it's currently. Obviously, I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit because I'm not an ingrate, but like it's, it's ridiculous. Hi, American fans. It's just. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, Americans, okay, they've got a lot of great things going for them. And in fact, the lot of the words they change of British words, which I think is unnecessary, makes sense. Like, a, a ladybird should be obviously it's a bug. But if you want to call it a ladybug, okay, fair enough. Cotton candy is a better word than candy floss. I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I always use candy. The word candy. Candy, Because yeah. I, growing up when we used to go over to my dad's parents' house, because obviously they're mm -hmm. American. So, Grumps be like, you guys want some candy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, exactly. And also, we call it Go sweets. The, I go to the store. I'm going to get some candy. 
I sit on the couch, take out the trash. <laughs> that is the most American thing you can say. As well. Oh, yep, cell on, phone. On my, on my phone, it's like Adam work cell. Yeah. And, and someone's like, what is cell? Cell phone? <laughs> Dude, Dick. get on it. Yeah. Well, it's like, it is a weird thing with these weird little things because like cell phone is obviously just battery phone. That's why it's called yeah. a cell phone. Whereas where's mobile? Because <clears throat> it's mobile. It's like, well, they're both correct, technically. Yeah. I but, can pick up my home phone and walk off with it these Well, that's days, the thing so. now. Yeah, nowadays, like where, once mobile phones became a thing, like um, at my work at Wizbit, we used to have wireless phones that were basically yeah. just mobiles. But yeah, exactly. You, you plug them in at some point. They have like a, it's just a thing you, you basically, the hub they're into is their signal. Instead yeah, it's of a receiver like, basin, that's it. Exactly. And, um, yeah, well, cell phone that makes uh, that makes sense. Well, I I do think that cotton candy, like candy floss, sounds like a really bad invention. Like here's some floss for your teeth, but yeah. it tastes good. Makes your like... teeth better while destroying them in a select little place right in the middle. And floss isn't appealing. It's like, do you want to eat some floss? It's like, fuck yeah, no. no. What no? No, it's minty for a second and then it tastes awful. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like cotton candy, it's candy, but it's like eating cotton. Whereas ours is like sweets. Why is it called sweets? Because it's sweet. So well, duh. You don't need to name it after the thing. You Why know? is it called water? Because it's well, yeah, it's, it's, this, like, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's like getting a cat and calling it a cat. Yeah, but I'd get a cat and call it a dog. I've always said like... <laughs> Just to be that guy. Well, i tell you what, I'm, <clears throat> I actually mentioned it, I should have mentioned before the podcast because going delving slightly into my personal life, but oh well. Um, I'm seeing a girl now. Uh, yeah. I'm actually, yeah uh, she's in America at the moment. She actually listens to the podcast. So I'm not going to tell her about this chat and at some point she's going to listen to this. Hopefully we'll still be together. But I've been seeing her for a bit and we were um, we were talking about, you know, I've only been seeing her uh, for a few weeks and stuff, yeah. but she's really awesome. I get on with her great. And um, we were talking about dogs and stuff and yeah. in the future. Because obviously I'm hyper, <clears throat> I'm allergic to dogs. Uh-huh. So I need to, I can't get a long head dog. I can't get like a husky or anything big. And I don't really want a giant dog. Um, so I'd have to get something that's hypoallergenic. And she mm-hmm. mentioned like a cockapoo sort of thing. Yeah. And they don't really molt that much. They're meant to be good for hypoallergenic and that sort They're of thing. Yeah, well, obviously my other half is allergic to them as well. Mm. With my lab, mm-hmm. she gets a bit itchy. Yeah. Um. With her parents' neighbours, they've got a copy. Okay. Not itchy. Doesn't yeah. get itchy. So you know, I don't know what it's certain hairs on them and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of it at the time is also the uh, the oil on their skin and stuff. And that, and this. Sorry, go on. No, go, no, go ahead. Ah, the saliva on them as well. Occasionally, my mm, oldest yeah. brother's now wife. Um, she's allergic to cats, but it's not the fur. It's the saliva on the fur. And they obviously lick whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what does it. Mm. So um, That's a good point. Yeah, I've heard of that like as well. Like a brand new kitten, they could stroke and be fine. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as it's licked itself, that's it. Mm. Just death in a cute little furry ball. <laughs> yeah, it's like throwing a cat that's a bomb. It's just like, death! Oh yeah, no, all the time. I'm just like, shut up, I'll rub the cat in your face. <laughs> that sounds very weird. If you use a different word then, the cat, oh, yeah. oh, that would yeah. be a very different oh, reading. Yeah. With dogs as well, I went to, about three years ago, I got like a dermatology test mm-hmm. and an allergy test at the hospital because they were like, you know, you're like, you seem to be allergic to everything. Let's actually yeah, find out. What's going on? Yeah. And it's really just grass and tree pollen. They did a lot of pinpricky things. Uh-huh. They did dog, cat, rabbit, all sorts of other things. Um, and I was only allergic to grass and tree pollen. Thank God it's the two most natural things on the planet. Yay! Apart from air and water. Um, and what I think might be part of it is that, especially with big dogs who molt as well, mm-hmm. is all they go outside. Obviously, you see dogs when they go into grass, they just roll in it, you know? Yeah. And all the pollen and a lot of, obviously, plants use animals to transfer. Mm-hmm. The po- well not pollen specifically but like you know everything. seeds and that sort of yeah, thing yeah literally and everything. pollen just gets on stuff so I can't hang my clothes out in like a washing line or anything no stuff. yeah but summer comes along obviously you suffer with hay fever as mm. well summer comes along and it's I've got to tumble dry everything mm, or too, hang yeah. it you know, on a radio that's not on for four days. Yeah, trying to dry it without being in the same room. I have to hang it in the room yeah. that Tom dries in, and that's it near the window. Near. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you stick on a washing line. Mm. It's lovely and dry in the baking hot sun. You know, that's great. But at yeah. the same time, I'll take it in, sneeze my ass off, because all it's been doing is collecting pollen like a giant catcher's mitt. Yeah, exactly. And then you put it on your skin, and for me, it just rubs against yeah. all the wrong places. You get itchy, you get sneezy, mm. horrendous. Exactly. So I've been thinking, like, with that dog, like. Uh, what something online said is what's good is a certain even the same breed like cockapoo you can still like um, certain ones may have more oil in their fur more this more that and whatever you are potentially allergic to they say because I looked online about this and they were saying like um, you know it's it's good to yeah, but just check with the dog first. Get, if you're going to get a puppy or whatever, you know, spend a little bit more time with the puppy rather mm. than just immediately buy yeah. it. And then, you know, if you have really bad reactions and stuff. But the reason I bring up the the thing is because you mentioned the cat dog name thing was because um, I hope no one steals this because I think it's brilliant. But we came up with a name, uh, Irony. Just call the dog Irony because it sounds like a name when it's not because it's just it's 
what names often end in like E, you know, yeah. Molly and things yeah. like that, you know, Ellie. That's hey, irony. <laughs> exactly. And it makes, it works. it works. And also it's ironic, but it's not ironic, which is like a double entendre paradox. Yeah. Because that's what my jam is all sort of about. I really like... Um, You're smashing it's... every wall possible. With exactly. Well, it's like, I sound like, I'm all, I sound like such a fucking hipster, which triggers me even thinking that I'm a hipster. But like, I like... It's like when you know, obviously, me and the guys, and I know you do it with some of your friends yeah. and things like that as well. Is you have certain words that aren't words. I'm not saying yeah. exclusively me and you. Obviously, there are loads of people who do this. It's just memeing, but obviously yeah. linguistically. And you say certain words because I get really bored of words in a sense. I just start. It's why, like, people know me, I say lavatory or water closet mm-hmm. or, or urination station because toilet or bathroom I've said it so many fucking it's times boring. I'm just sick of it and also it's, it's a conversation starter if I say to someone I'm just going to the water closet they go what I go toilet WC, WC. that's what yeah. the WC stands yeah, for exactly. and they go oh yeah it's like yeah knowledge sprinkling about but irony like I, I, like my brother Rob he kind of started off the ironic name thing um, not by calling a dog irony but um, he had uh, chickens in his family mm-hmm. you know and uh, I can't remember what all the names were one was Princess that was named by like a six year old and one one was called Barbie or something, but he called his cow. I think calling a chicken because a cow and chicken, the show, which is amazing, <laughs> and also calling a chicken a cow is obviously the opposite. Yeah. So I always said like if I had like a dog, I'd call it like hamster or like goldfish. Separate note, just quick. My sister's little girl mm. and a boy have, have got a hamster now. Mm. Hamsterdam. That is amazing, <laughs> Hamsterdam. That is so good. <laughs> I just had to tell you because no, that is good. It. That's a great. That's a great. <laughs> Uh, pet name like, it's amazing yeah. and they chose it as well, well and how my 12 year old niece chose Hamsterdam that is brilliant yes yeah. inspired as exactly that's it. That's what I, I wonder kind of what she's in. seeing but <laughs> well, at the same time I'll allow it because it's funny I wonder if there's been many like because um, well, it must be so weird now growing up as a kid like we're in that weird middle ground generation mm. where it's like we were you know we grew up and we didn't have smartphones until College was around the time the smartphones yeah. were much more of a thing, and even college, I like, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people had like not great smartphones, uh, like myself included. And yeah. like I remember Kieran had the LG cookie, and it's uh-huh. like it wasn't touch screen like we have today. It was pressure touch, which yes. was just after like a year, it was yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> broken from flapping around in your bag or your pocket. Exactly, just things tapping it, and then it stops working, so you push it harder, which makes it worse. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so I remember in those in college it was a bit more uh, everywhere, but even then not everyone had a smartphone. And where and also like in school I remember year ten and eleven, sort of Bebo, MySpace being uh-huh. a thing. But it wasn't like Facebook is now. It was like, Oh, do you have a Bebo page? Oh yeah, add me on Bebo, but if you don't you had MSN. And you did talk like there were certain nights where you would just talk to people on MSN. But yeah. now because you've, you'd have to sit at the computer and uh-huh. all you do basically is talk to people on MSN. Go, oh, have you got Facebook? Hmm. They go, I'll add you on Facebook. Yeah. Because they know you have it already. Exactly. It's, there's it, so few people who don't. It's not new and cool and if you don't have it, you're weird. It's, yeah. we've got it. <laughs> I yeah. don't even need to ask you, do you have it? <laughs> yeah. Well, but pretty much everyone's got Facebook. You know, it's... Yeah. 100%. Well, that's the reason I keep it because I don't want to... Not to say the reason I keep it because I use it a lot for sort of podcasting and um, there's yeah. a lot of groups on there that I'm involved with that I that's how I communicate and when there's Facebook events about music movies whatever that sort of stuff I I like to do that but when it comes to actually scrolling through the newsfeed most of my newsfeed now is basically podcasting stuff or memes because it changes the algorithm I where, well that's I don't the newsfeed there's I I use Messenger mm-hmm. like I use texts mm. I, I hardly ever send a text I use Messenger or I use WhatsApp yeah. that's it um. And then there's groups on there for hobbies and things that I like. Mm-hmm. I use them on there, and that's all it is. That's all I do with it. Yeah. I just because I go, I don't even, I don't even look at the newsfeed for things that I want to see mm-hmm. in those groups. I go on and go onto the group. Yeah. You must and then just scroll through all the new stuff. Go, yeah, nothing takes me fancy, and then come off, and that's it. Done for like another week. Yeah, there's never really a need for that sort of thing. Like, um, it's back to the, back to the markets. Yeah, I mean, I find it. With the newsfeed, as you say, is I want to do you use Reddit, for example. Not like I'm. I'm thinking about it because I mean I. I mean I'm covered it last time I was on big into airsoft stuff, but my brother's just started working at um, Warhammer Southampton, so Games Workshop is what he used to be known to old veterans like me. Um, <laughs> so I've started getting back into it. My toy yeah. soldiers. I've never grown up. It's fine, mm-hmm. and um, we. Like, there's a huge, huge community of it on Reddit. Massive. And, uh, you know, the knowledge base and stuff like that is is invaluable for things you want to query, 
or ideas or just going and chatting to other similar minded people stuff like that I mean it's huge absolutely huge and so more and more of the stuff that I like I keep cropping up on there because I'll, I'll do the typical thing of oh I'll search it on Google yeah. and the first like 10 results that come up for certain things mainly things that I'm interested in hobby wise they're on Reddit it's a Reddit page with something going oh look at this this is someone's asked this question they've got these answers they've got these ideas yeah. straight onto it if I actually used Reddit I'd, I'd be way more successful in finding out what I want to know potentially yeah I mean I've, I've, there's a few podcast subreddits there's yeah. there's one called um, The Empire Did Nothing Wrong and it's basically just <laughs> like a propaganda website about Star Wars it's like just everyone just posts on their stuff positive about the Empire yeah. and like there's a day in the series uh, that came up which is called Empire Day mm-hmm. uh, which is um Basically, it was the day that essentially Palpatine took over, but obviously they use it as a propaganda thing in yeah. the Star Wars universe. So once a year, they have these big parades saying how great the Empire are. And so on that day in the subreddit, which is, I can't remember what day it is specifically, um, or if they just assigned it a random day, but um, they, they basically did that. And so on that, they always posted the stuff about it. Love it. There's like, um, they've chosen uh, like a day uh, that the Death Star sort of blew up. So that day they go, you know, here's out to like our D Day, like the day we lost yeah. all these brave Everyone souls. Black. Exactly, yeah. and it's it's brilliant. Like subreddit is it's called it calls itself the front page of the internet uh-huh. because it is one of those things where it's kind of like it's got everything on there. Yeah, it's got so much cool stuff, and I wasn't into it until only about a year or so ago. And Reese was into it because Reese is a lot more ahead of the curve uh-huh. than I am with most things. So especially anything to do with technology, uh, technology. Um, and he was on there and he was constantly going on about how I need to get on it. I was like, fine, fine, I'll do it. And now I'm on it. And it's like, why would I want to go on a Facebook news feed, which is loads of people who, some people I do care about. Mainly but bullshit. I, but that's the thing is I talk to a lot of people that I care about and I want to know their life. But now that I'm an adult, I kind of like, it's like with you, like we, like me and you have a very similar relationship to the way me and Bradley do, mm. in the sense of we don't really talk on Messenger or anything, no. because it's better to just let it build, and m- when we meet yeah. up, get you see each other occasionally, hmm. have a big old chat, have a big old catch up, have a wicked time, and then go on with life. Yeah, because we're grown ups, we've got shit to do. Yeah, exactly. we, don't, we don't have time to like when we when we were younger, like we were saying about MSN, you spend the whole night sat in front of a computer, mm. going leave me alone, I'm chatting. <laughs> talking on MSN and you know changing your 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 little sentence thing for status yeah, trying to make your, you seem cool and yeah, whatever edgy. your name was and then the motto thing <clears throat> under your name yeah oh man yeah I remember those that, days that I was always going for like quotes that made me look cool and weird and thoughtful <laughs> my song lyrics <laughs> was it <laughs> yeah so the best song lyrics have got to be I did do a couple of quotes every now and then but it yeah. was a lot of the time oh man these song lyrics are really edgy so you know, yeah. put them in there trying to impress yeah. people but you don't mention it to anyone you just hope everyone notices I am um, there's the time hop thing mm. on Facebook. You look yeah. back. Why did 15-year-old me think it was a good idea to put up like Slipknot lyrics? Just for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just walking down the road. Someone comes on. Oh, that's cool. I'll share that. And it's it's the typical like really, really bad ones. Like, obviously, massively famous songs. Like, I push my fingers into <laughs> my eyes. And like... Why did I ever feel the need to share that with everyone I know? Yeah, and then loads of people like it. Like, yeah, I remember someone just writing. Yeah, poke yourself in the eye, man. It's like I love pizza, and then everyone's liking it. So, like, well, duh. <laughs> so few people. I like breathing too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also like air. <laughs> I quite enjoy it. You know, it helps me live. It helps me get through the day. Yeah, I yeah, mean, pizza does do that on some days. Pizza does definitely. Pizza is my Friday. Every, relatively every Friday, I love a pizza. Like I'm pretty good health wise. Like you, I think you saw what I was eating. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like it was like proper proper healthy, <laughs> but it's like a nice middle ground amount. Yeah. Of goodness and um, Pete on Friday is like, no. Friday have a few drinks, eat what I want, eat pizza. <laughs> it's yes. like that's my and that's my always want pizza because pizza is immense. I could eat the exact same pizza, shop bought one pound, same pizza mm. every day, and I'd be fine. I, I love it. I think yeah, you should live on that and not get bored. I say every day. I don't think for like years and years and years and years. But obviously, like, yeah. If if there's no health repercussions, which obviously if you ate nothing but pizza every day, you'd, <laughs> you'd get quite ill. It's basically like you know, eighty percent carbs. 2% tomato and then like you lots know, of dairy and cheese, cheese and just loads of cheese and then whatever horrendous topics you have on it um, yeah it's a I'm just thinking about MSN days again back when do you remember where it was like um, you could be so intrusive it was like you nudge someone and it changes the where yeah. they're talking to to your screen it's like yes. can you imagine if someone did that to me now <laughs> on Facebook Messenger I just think I'd just go to their house and punch them in the nuts yeah like, fuck off what the hell are you doing it's like if, if someone doesn't respond to your message is one of where are things. your manners exactly it's like young kids here yeah. I, bet, I bet a lot of kids who are like 14 or probably younger like 12 would love that sort of thing because you want that it's a weird thing isn't it because like nowadays 
if you message someone and they don't respond, it's basically one of three things. It's either they're ignoring you, yeah. they're busy, or they're thinking about what you said. It's basically yeah. it. But yeah. It's like if you nudge them, it's like, what's it? it'd be like having a notification on your phone where you send the notification and it makes the phone open to that message. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. that? Read me. <laughs> like, like in Harry Potter, the little letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? A howler or whatever. Yeah, yeah it just it. yells oh, he's at you. has got a howler and it opens itself and just starts shouting at you. Yeah, exactly. That is that. That That is the nudge. That is the technology equivalent that we had as kids mm-hmm. was the nudge. And you have all the other the things. Poke on Facebook. You used to be able to poke. Yep. And there's also uh, the emoticon things on uh, MSM, which is the screen knocking. You'd be able to press button and it'd be a big fist would come up on screen and you'd hear, yeah. you'd literally hear like, dud, 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 and there'd be like, laughing faces and um, loads of other things of just really there's one I remember which is a guy he'd pick up a guitar and just smash it and yeah. it didn't achieve Horrendous. anything it was just loud and someone who's not talking to you hear this Has going to, on yeah. yeah it just forces attention which is a kid thing it's like crying it's, it's like mm. crying as a child right, yeah. it's exactly that yeah totally man uh, speaking of children like, um, I have interest what I've, uh, I haven't spoken to you about before is obviously I know that you want to have kids one day mm. and, as do I um, would you have interest would you rather have a boy or a girl if you could, if you could choose if you're fine with both that's that's obviously understandable. It's a very typical man thing to go. Oh, I would want a boy. And it's yeah. a very typical woman thing to go. Oh, I'd want a girl. Yeah. I. I'd be happy with both. I want to clarify. Yeah, if I was going to say. Of, I'd say we both like like if we had if either of us had one or the other, we'd love it. it no matter sounds what. Sounds cliche, but you know. as long as healthy and happy. Yeah. All that matters. Yeah. I think ideally. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason I would want a boy more. Mm-hmm. Is because I love doing that kind of stuff, and it's more it's likely traditional boy stuff. Yeah, there's and a lot of more women likely who... they're going to want to grow up to be exactly. Never know, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but your son could grow up to be gay. Oh, exactly. And not want to do anything, and not nothing wrong with being gay, but he could be a very feminine man. Yeah, and he may not be up like to a, physical yeah. sports yeah, or anything exactly. like that. Which what is do you fine. want to do? Want to paint my nails and watch, you know. RuPaul's Drag Race, I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly. A really yeah, exactly. That's a horrendously yeah. stereotypical gay thing. We're talking about yeah. having a gay son and then painting <clears> their nails. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching RuPaul's. Yeah, but I'm just trying to throw it to the extreme other end because, yeah. you know, I'd want, oh, yeah, I've got a boy. I can take him fishing. We can go camping. We can go hunting. We can mm. go play airsoft. You know, he's going to be into tanks and army things and yeah. all the cool things that I was into as a kid. Yeah. You know, because they're all stereotypically very boy manly orientated yeah. things yeah exactly like I loved working on cars when I was younger and I yeah. still do if I've got the time I love firearms and guns and stuff like that mm. army stuff little cool models mm. you know I like fishing I like hiking and camping and all that sort of stuff yeah they're very manly in air quotes yeah, yeah air quotes for because no one can see, see you this podcast <laughs> um, yeah they're all really manly things mm-hmm. but equally now I've grown up a bit chill on the couch Eating ice cream and watching telly is, you know, what my yeah. sister used to do when I was when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> loser. I'm going to go and make a trap in the garden because I can. <laughs> yeah, and well, now it's comfy, and exactly. ice cream tastes nice. Well, that's the thing. And a rerun of Friends that's been on for like 15 years is actually still funny. <laughs> so that's true. It's one of those, isn't it? Where obviously there is that thing of, in general, obviously that men or boys are more inclined to do the air quotes more masculine things, yeah, exactly. and in general, women are more inclined to do the other. Well, that's why they're um, masculine and feminine. Well, 100%, exactly you know, that. It, and and a lot of it is to do with obviously a lot of people argue it's to do with society, and I agree that a percentage of it is, but yeah. also there is a percentage of it which is to do with hormones because yeah, you're testosterone. To do that. Yeah, one is testosterone. One we get more testosterone than estrogen. Mm. Women generally get more estrogen than testosterone. There are obviously exceptions. You have to preface everything I say when it yeah. comes to gender because a lot of people get triggered but like it's perfectly fine for one to do the other or whatever mm. but if you have more testosterone in you you'll generally be more up for doing contact sports for example yeah. and that sort of thing and it's obviously as well if you're a guy you because of that it's like a it's like a knock-on effect it's like a positive yeah. feedback loop one guy likes doing this one thing and his dad likes it so he organizes doing these things mm-hmm. and then he all like he invites everyone around to do it and all the boys do it and maybe there's a girl yeah. who would want to do it but all the girl all her friends maybe because one of the mums have sorted out some sort of thing that's exactly. generally more feminine they'll go okay well all my friends who happen to be female are doing this thing I'll just do that with them rather than do this and that's why there's a lot of friends music's a good example of that yeah man whoever you hang out with is generally the group of friends yeah. have the same music taste yeah, in college yeah exactly that mm. I mean like we when because we weren't friends growing up at school mm. but I went to school with your friends yeah people that you knew and a couple of years after school and college and stuff started chatting them again came and met all you lot yeah yeah became quite good friends so yeah, exactly. you know but the difference is not just because we knew mutual people because knowing knowing mutual people's is great but at the same time 
we were introduced. And like, oh, you like the band? Yeah, I like the band too, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we used to do this. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah. And you start finding all the similarities and you go, damn it, why didn't I find this human sooner? Exactly. Because they're my people. Mm. They they like similar things that I do. We do similar things. You know, we've got differences of opinion on certain things, but it doesn't matter because we have a respectful opinion of each other's opinions. And exactly. Like the kind of people you like. So you gravitate towards people like yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's exactly that. Like, when we were growing up, my auntie, who's my mum's sister, she had two daughters and auntie and my cousins and my mum and my sister would have a girly night. Yeah. And they'd eat, you know, they would eat ice cream. Yeah. And they would watch films that they all wanted to watch yeah. or they'd chat and stuff like that. But then we'd have a lad's night. So me, my dad, my cousin, um, my brothers, we'd watch Seven Brother Ryan and eat pizza. Yeah. And you know, look at the cars and talk about engines and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. But obviously growing up that impacted me a lot and that it carries on. Yeah. So if I have sons, let's do some boy stuff. Yeah. You know? And me and my brothers, we still do it. And we're getting one of my brothers has got a little boy. Okay. My sister's got a little boy as well. So we steal him <laughs> and all us boys do boy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because why not? Yeah, I mean I think it's one of those things where it's also for example, I imagine this with yourself, like if um, if your sister had a daughter, mm-hmm. but the daughter was, I mean, you can't even use this expression anymore, really, but you know, remember, do you remember the expression tomboy? Like, oh, yeah. That's not even a thing anymore. Like, obviously, because it, it generally, it's not a thing because it almost insinuates that women, that you can't be like it that. It kind of is, because my, my niece, my sister has got a little girl, she's 12. Yeah. Um, she always goes, but I'm a tomboy, you know oh, that? I've always been a tomboy. Really? Okay. And what's really strange is that the meaning of it's changed a okay. lot. Right. So... Because I haven't heard it like 10 I'm, plus years. Yeah, so. see, I'm quite old-fashioned in the way I think kids should be brought up. Mm-hmm. And Sophie's into makeup and has started talking about boys at 12. Yeah. And she's got so much attitude, it's mm. unreal. Yeah, yeah. And she says things that, in, in adult conversations, she'll mm-hmm. butt in and mm. um, you're not allowed to pin this. You're a child. You don't understand the gravity of what you're saying, so mm-hmm. you shouldn't say it. Right. Um... And I kind of know, without being 100% sure if that makes sense, that if she's around her mum and her dad and, or my mum, which is her nana sort of thing, yeah. um, she'll get kind of a way of saying it. But when I'm around, mm. it's kept hushed. Yeah. And my sister will be like, Sophie, I've warned you about that around Uncle Dominic. And yeah. like, well, yeah, around me isn't quite the same as in general. Yeah, yeah. So it's respectful, at least, and I appreciate the fact that they respect you know, I don't want to hear it. Hmm. Least of all, you coming to where I live to do it in front of me is just rude. I can't tell you what to do in your own house, but this, yeah. this is my home. Um, but, you know, she'll, she'll talk about that and she'll go, oh yeah, well, I'm a tomboy. And you'll be like, why do you think that? And hmm. she's like, well, I play sport with the other girls. They go, okay, fair enough. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm friends with some of the boys and all that stuff. Oh, right. But when we were kids, tomboyish was like, you're mad into your sport. You were... You went into all the makeup and the bitchiness, if you like, of, of real clickiness of girl groups and stuff like that. that yeah. There always was growing up at school. I mean, mm. definitely at my school. Yeah. The girls were well clicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, it's not like that anymore. So tomboy just means you play a bit of sport and you hang out with boys. Yeah. Well, anyone can do that. Well, most of the, I think, most of the women that I think <coughs> we're friends with, you know, like Jasmine's a good example. Um, there's quite a few. All the females that I've basically been friends with, it's never been a case of I hang out with boys or girls. It's I hang out with whoever's cool. And a lot yeah. of the time they gravitate towards generally guys because when in school and college and these in air quotes, the, yeah. the sort of clicky environments where it's yeah. easy to become tribal, men are just like, I don't really care who hangs out with me when, as long as you're not a pain in the ass. Whereas... Not with obviously all women, and obviously there are guys who are like this as well, yeah. but generally from what we've at least been around, I've noticed that, especially in school, but more so than anything, mm. is they get these little clicky groups, and then it's so hard to get into one of those groups. Yeah, see, you know, I mean, at my school, I could talk to any of the lads. Mm-hmm. Any any lad in my year, and, you know, the year below as well, because I went to schools with a few of them, and... Yeah. Um, like we were little school together and they followed us up into senior school and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so any lad I could talk to. And I didn't have so many music tastes or play the sports they liked, didn't really get on with them that well. But you could chat to them and be nice enough to each other. Civil almost. Yeah, exactly. You still you still be decent enough people mm. to any of them. Absolutely any of them. Whereas the girls, there's like a group of twelve, a group of fifteen, a group of a dozen over there, another group of twenty over there and 
They don't talk. They don't intermingle. Mm. And, and then if one of them becomes friends with another one, then it starts to They're break. Ostracized from yeah. the rest of the others <laughs> that you used to be <laughs> friends with. Yeah. And that's just insane. Mm. And that unfortunately is kind of carries on. So where when he says, Oh yeah, I'm a tomboy, I do this. All the other girls that you know are like that as well. Yeah. So actually you're not uh, in a tomboy in the sense that we used to know as a kid where mm. you're, you don't really hang around with girls. You're not into makeup. You're not into clothing and all that sort of stuff. I mean, Sophie wears more makeup than my sister does. Right. Which I think is horrendous. Yeah. Um, and she wears clothes that my sister does. Mm. And my sister's 34. Yeah. Well, 35. Mm. You're 12. You shouldn't wear those clothes. Mm. And I think it's horrendous. Right. I mean, the Christmas just been, she came over and I made her keep a jumper on all day because the top she was wearing underneath, I didn't think it was appropriate for 12 year old. Right. <laughs> you keep that jumper on. Yeah. She's like, but I'm hot. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't taking that jumper off. So just a, as a question, so with the... Um... Uh, with your uh, the, your niece essentially mm. what sort of things uh, do you do you not want them talking about sort of thing around you I'm, I'm intrigued by that so I'm interest. so if you have a niece as well who's yeah, basically yeah. I think she's 11 or 12 <coughs> so it's basically very similar things I imagine so financial stuff right if someone we know or in the family or friends or something like that is struggling they're in a particularly difficult position mm. we'll be chatting about it and she's and this is legit thing she said before well it's their own fault they shot themselves in the foot right how the hell do you know you're a child mm. you have no no idea of finances you're quite a spoiled child in my opinion as well right so you don't really have any idea of finances how dare you say that because mm. it's not that they've shot themselves in the foot they've fallen on genuinely hard times yeah because you can't pick up on the situation properly because you don't know what you're talking about you've got no experience of it yeah so it's the political realms of understanding and it is the more thing of your like you don't understand this yeah you haven't experienced it so exactly yeah, yeah yeah and the thing is no one seemed willing to... Like, I'd happily talk to my niece about money mm. and about things like that and introduce her to all these sorts of things and have her experience these sorts of things. But like, I'd be more than happy to take her shopping. Yeah. And be like, right, you've got this much to spend. Do, you know, we need dinner for four days. Yeah. And some lunch stuff. Mm. And we can have a little bit of treat. See what she does. Buy it and then teach her where she went wrong. Mm. You know? But no one seems willing to do that enough with kids or young people in general. Mm. And it goes on to a lot for politics as well. I mean, Labour put a big push to try and have younger people in the last vote. Yeah. But just because they thought more people would vote for them, not because they tried to expand politics and political thinking, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so where people don't introduce kids, in my opinion, to adult things properly, they, they carry on with their adult life around the kids. Yeah. And the kids just pick stuff up. Yeah. The and then regurgitate it. Mm. but they don't understand it because you haven't introduced them to it properly you haven't talked them through it you haven't taught them things you haven't shown them things yeah exactly so they're just spitting out stuff they've heard before Mm. but if it's in the wrong situation that can have very damaging effects it's very very upsetting to a lot of people very offensive and very upsetting I mean it does offend me occasionally things that she says and it's like you don't understand why are you saying this especially with our generation like we're one I think we're the first generation in I can't remember how many generations it's been that we're the only generation that's basically poorer than our parents yeah. It's just madness. Yeah, it is, like, it is insane. Yeah. I mean, my mum's, you know, she's like, oh, you know, it's really hard for you guys, but it was hard for us. And I had this big conversation with mum. was like, be fair, when you and dad bought your first house, it cost you £19,500. Yeah, yeah, Between you, you're making £11,000. Mm-hmm. So, you know, double your wage combined was more than the price of your house. And that was a, a quite a good house mm. in a nice enough area at the time. Yeah. Double mine and my other half's wage will net us half a flat in a rubbish area. Exactly. Yeah. That's that was how I explained to her. She's like, "Wow, I never thought of it like that." I was like, well, you so don't because you already have a you've house. Got it. Yeah, you've, you've, you've got, got a house. house. Exactly. So you may look at housing a mortgage-free house at that, and you know, yeah. admittedly, dad passed away and she was able to pay off the mortgage, but a yeah. mortgage-free house. <laughs> you know, exactly. I'd lose a leg for that. I know, and that's what kind of idea I say as well, is like, it's one of those annoying things where it's like, you know, if I, you know, I, I'm not going to go to her detail how much I earn, but I earn just under 20 grand right, yeah. at the moment. If I earned 20 grand and I had also 25 grand in savings, which I do not have, and also I took a loan from the bank as a mortgage, mm. I would be able to get out 96 grand for, yeah. as a mortgage. Well, 96 grand plus the 25 grand deposit I'd have, I'd be able to afford to my which is 120 grand. Mm. In Southampton, that is a one-bedroom flat if I'm lucky. Exactly Do you know what I mean? That. A good house or a nice-ish size house now, you're looking at like maybe a little bit less, but generally, you know, 175 to 200k 
that's that starting price. Easy, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the better ones are like you know two twenty. Two twenty is like a good price for a house I mean, now. Well, that's that's like eleven times my fucking wage untaxed. Yeah, yeah it's insane. I'm staring down the barrel of of buying a house because tail end next year I want to do it. So I've mm. started. Like, I don't. I don't try and get, I'd like to try and prepare and know where I'm aiming for. Mm. So I'm constantly checking house prices and looking at things. And obviously, my job is quite heavily affected by it as a tradie. Yeah. Um. So I know full well I need ten percent deposit. You can do five percent deposit mortgages in this country. They're a thing. Mm. But the the price difference in repayments a month is four hundred pounds. Oh yeah, well that's make or break. That's basically how much I pay in rent as exactly. we were doing before the podcast. So six fifty ish payback with a ten percent deposit. Or over a thousand pounds if you've got a five percent deposit. Mm. Twelve and a half grand difference to pay back four hundred quid a month yeah. over the same term mm. is huge amounts back. Yeah, huge amounts back. You're mm. going to be paying back like an extra hundred grand, sort of thing. Exactly, and yeah, that's yeah. that's not working out properly. That's just well, it's, it's, we don't. Yeah, exactly. you and I aren't financial advisors. We're not. No, exactly. So, it's just a general idea. But you'll pay back so much more money. Yeah, so much more. It's a, it's a percentage just for that bit at the beginning. Mm. And I mean, it's going to take. A year of my whole wage to be ready to buy a house. Mm. But I've still got to live for that year. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm lucky I'm doing it with someone. Mm. So, and they earn relatively good money as well. We're in two career jobs. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's room for movement. We'll both earn more money by the time we're actually buying a house. And, you know, we don't have expensive lives per se. Mm. So, as positions go, we're in quite a strong position at our age. Mm. I mean, I still know people that still work in a shop and earn like 10 grand a year. Well, that's... At the age of 24, we, 25. There's some people we know who've even been to university and they come out, they can't get a job in their field. Exactly. Mm. So, earning that sort of money and wanting those things is not realistic. No. Earning the sort of money we do in career-level jobs and wanting that sort of thing is realistic, but it's so, so hard to pull off without almost ruining your life or your relationship or, you know, your family's lives in the balance. Well, the pressure of relationships. Put, yeah, yeah. The, the pressure on it is going to be nuts. Yeah, 100%. Because you go from having that money and going, not we can do what we want. Obviously, we're not frivolous with money. You yeah, shouldn't yeah. be because you never know what might happen. Exactly. Um, but to go and, oh, you know, should we have another beer? Mm. <laughs> that is the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's things I like that. To, I it comes down to the town. tiny things. Mm. I'll go, oh, you know, I won't do this, I won't do that, I won't go to the pub after work anymore. Mm. And that will net me, say, 40 quid a month mm. from not going to the pub after work. Yeah, with, two pints in the evening. That's, exactly. Yeah. And that, you know, maybe once a week we'll go to the pub. Yeah. If it's if it's decent, we've not had really horrendous days and we, we just won't go home, you know. Yeah, exactly. So that might net me 40 quid a month. Mm. But will I buy a bottle of water on a really hot day? For a quid? Mm. you got to think, not just the pub stuff but mm. the bottle of water stuff yeah I've got a tap I live at home with a tap with mm. potable water in it I do the Why same I just fill up a bottle that's what I do stick it in the fridge I've always got a bottle of water in my fridge and in my car in exactly my, I always do it's, yeah. it's something admittedly I've been sort of forced into it by this heat wave so the bottle I take to the gym is like a 2.25 litre bottle oh is that one of the ones which is like big juggernaut uh, ones it looks like the things you'd have in a water dispenser yeah, yeah my, big I just want to work on them they're quite cool they're brilliant and they hold a lot of water. Yeah. Amazing. So it goes in the fridge and I take it to work and I fill it at work and I'll drink two of them in a day. Nice. And before that, I'd be spending 10 quid a day in shops on lunch and drinks. And the bulk of it was drinks because I'd buy a sandwich, a packet of crisps and a chocolate bar hmm. and have like, you know, school a typical school kid lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe like a snack thing. <laughs> and uh, that cost you a lot, four quid. Yeah, man, that a day. But then I'd buy a couple of litre bottles of water you know, a milkshake for breakfast because mm. not want to live like a king. Yeah, exactly. Um, milkshake for breakfast, yeah. Amazing. And you know, a, a bottle of fizzy because you want something a bit sweeter than just water all the time. Mm. And then by the time you've bought your lunch, it's fair enough. Could make sandwiches. Um, and you bought the drinks on top. You spend more than double. You're spending ten quid a day in shops, fifty quid a week, two hundred quid every four weeks. Mm. And I say that as a month because you know a lot of people get paid four weekly. Yeah. And that. The cost is just mountain, mountain, mountain. Well, it's about it's almost and three s- grand a year. Exactly. So just that. small things, small changes like that are the, almost the more important ones. Yeah. That will net like the whole look after your pennies, look after your pounds. It's exactly that. You make mm. the small changes. You're. It's so unreal how much money you have to spend on rubbish when you don't spend on rubbish. Exactly. Exactly. It, it accumulates more because I found um like I was over my mum's the other day and I, I love my mum. Yeah, you know, she's fantastic. Mm. But 
you know, she she was quite skint for a very long time, and then she met my dad, who had his own company and all that sort of stuff. She started having more of a glamorous lifestyle, which is fair enough. She deserved that, and then dad passed away, left her a lot of money and mm-hmm. stuff, which is fine. She's got her own place, goes on holidays, that sort of stuff. She does have her own little gardening service and stuff because she likes to keep busy, which is fair enough. But like, she said to me, I was over there the other day, and she was like, "Oh, your shoes are like the, the uh, my little Vans, uh, yeah. so like part of the uh, the white." Uh, rubbery stuff on the, the edge, yeah, you know, yeah. the, like the ceiling strip that goes. Yeah, yeah, because the they're basically the slip-on ones with with with, yeah. uh, with uh, laces. Uh-huh. So, and uh, it started to come off a little bit. She was like, oh, "You need to get some new shoes." And I was like, "These shoes are fine." And she was like, "Yeah, but they're kind of falling apart." I was like, "They cost like sixty quid to get a new pair of shoes." Man. Yeah. I was like, "I can't just they're buy them apart." Yeah, I was like, "I spent two quid on a little tub of superglue from yeah. the store." And stick that little bit back on. That's what It'll I did. Fine. My old, I've got a pair up there. My old Star Wars ones I used to wear my, all the time. My trainers. I have a couple of pairs of trainers at all times because I have a pair of trainers. And then my work trainers. Mm. Oh, yeah. What happens is my work trainers die completely because you know, rubble and ladders and things like that. Mm. Um, so my other trainers then become work trainers. And there's a little flicky bit on top. Stick that down, don't want to get it caught or anything. You know, they get used and used and abused to the point where you've walked through the sole. Mm. You've used them so hard at work. Yeah. Um, and then they go in the bin. And then you retire your normal trainers to them. And it's a little cycle of two, yeah. two pairs at all times. I don't need more trainers than that. No, exactly. It's, I have one pair of feet. But that's a, my thing is, I do that with a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of t-shirts I wear, which there's like a little tiny hole just at like the bottom down here. And I'm like, it's probably normally a cigarette butt, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. But like, and I've more than before, and generally I generally wear them just around the house or something like yeah. that. I don't wear them out that often. I but don't need to bin a t-shirt for a tiny hole. Exactly. And it's like, Ridiculous. I don't need to buy, lo- like this year I did, this summer I was a bit more, I was like, you know, there's a website I really like called Killing Tree Clothing that's got a lot of cool stuff on it. Um, and... I was like, you know, I'm going to buy myself a few t-shirts. They do this mystery box thing. Mm. It's like 35 quid to get three t-shirts sort of thing. And I was like, you know, I'm going to treat myself to this little thing. But like, I buy, not e- I'd say a year, um, I normally get my t-shirts from birthdays or Christmas because mm. I don't really buy myself clothes. <laughs> and like yeah. these, these shorts, which I'm wearing right now, I've had these since I was 14. Right? I'm 24. Now, yeah. a lot of people are probably thinking, they must be manky. But it's like, no, I live in Britain. I wear yeah. these maybe a month a year, if that. Yeah. And, and normally, because I get so hot in them, I normally, when I'm here by myself or anything, I just take them off, you know? Boy, me, my apprentice at work is actually six months younger than me. He's not much of an apprentice. Yeah. Um, but obviously he was later into it than I was. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Man is training. Me and him being almost very similar age, you'd think would be very similar people. We are so different. Like, I'm like a grumpy old man he's like a teenager <laughs> and um, and those are the extremes that we like to call each other names of yeah grumpy old man stupid young child um, <laughs> yeah. we get on very well though so it's brilliant but he he loves his branded stuff loves his clothing stuff you know he spent 60 quid on a t-shirt one t-shirt for 60 quid Jesus Christ um, whereas I'll spend 60 quid and come away with 10 t-shirts two pairs of shorts and a pair of trainers yeah because I literally have no care for the clothing if I like them they look after these. I don't care if it's got a name. I don't care if it's got a brand. I don't yeah, care where it came from. Because I know full well these pair, this pair of shorts, for instance, that was caught at work. There's a little hole in them. It's caught at work. Caught it on a caught it on a loose nail. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. There's a little burn on them because there's bonfires. Mm-hmm. I've been shot at in them playing airsoft. I will chill around the house in them. I go out in them. I wear them into town. I wouldn't like go out. All my cl- there is free game on every bit of clothing I own, yeah. bar actual shirts. Yeah, much, you've got like, the smart pro- stuff. You've got the proper, specifically smart gear. <clears throat> there is neat stuff. Yep. And there's clothes that can be worn for everything. That's exactly the same as me. Because you and me, we're just t-shirt guys. It's just yeah. I will wear a t-shirt pretty much all the time I can. Shorts and tea. Yeah, that's it. I don't wear. You're more of a shorts guy. I'm. I'm really not. I've been getting more into shorts uh, mm. recently because I've, I've actually get, like, bought a couple more because I've fucking had to. Yeah, because so hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like the good thing is with England normally being overcast, I can normally just get away with wearing like well, I basically wear what you're wearing now, yeah. but trousers. Yeah, like, exactly. cargo, cargo trousers. So I, even when it was snowing, mm. shorts and tea, man. <laughs> You're a fucking maverick. Shorts and tea. All the time. <laughs> and I'd go so weird because I'd shorts, tee, knitted jumper, beanie. <laughs> I remember seeing you like that shit. You're like my mate Alex Hart. Yeah. You just flip flops all year round. I was going to say, I know blokes that are just... My boss, for instance, flip flops all the time. Yeah. Pissing it down rain, there's puddles on the ground, flip flops. My cousin Charlotte. She, yeah. You, she's always wearing flip flops. Yeah. She doesn't wear anything else. I must admit, I'm starting to get into it a bit. You are. I bought a few pairs. Well, I bought a pair. They got maybe mauled a bit by the dog mm. um, so I bought another pair and I'm just like these are amazing it's so free <laughs> yeah and I drive barefoot oh do you like a lot of the time yeah I drive mm. barefoot 
because I, I've when I first got a job, I was working warehouse and stuff, so steelies. I couldn't mm. drive properly in steelies, so I take them off. They're very heavy as well. It's very easy to because I've worn steelies yeah. done before. It's a bit yeah, it's a bit weird. Now I can drive in any footwear. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, but it's actually really comfortable to drive barefoot. Right, that's so interesting. I'll either wear trainers or barefoot. If I'm in flip flops. I think it's a bit dangerous to drive in flip-flops. They yeah. get caught and they're flappy and they're mm. cold and they're, you know, so they get kicked off, tucked under my seat. Yeah. And drive barefoot. Makes sense. And, you know, if it's a really hot day, why am I going to keep hot, constricting, rubbery trainers on? Yeah, Kick exactly. those bad boys off and drive barefoot. That makes sense. I mean, with me, I mean, I don't, I can't stand flip-flops. I like sandals. I'm a sandal yeah. guy because my only thing with <clears> flip-flops is obviously the, it's it's keeping them on your feet. Because like, yeah. when you walk, you've got to basically squeeze the end of your toes a little bit yeah. and flick up. And a lot of people, like, you know, Alex and Charlotte, yeah. these sort of people, they're fine with that. And that's fine. But there's that bit in the middle that's between your, your big toe and your little toe. The thong. Yeah. And the basically, yeah. And, For uh, any Australians, uh, Australian people listening, I picked that word up from an Australian person I know. He goes, oh yeah, man, you're wearing thongs. He's like, beg your pardon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing boxes. <laughs> like, no, no, thongs on your feet. These uh, are flip-flops. That makes sense. It's like a foot thong. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah, a thongs. lot of sense. And I've picked the word up and I love it. That is brilliant. That's a great, yeah, yeah that's a great... Um, I don't use it enough, thing. but I love it. Yeah, well, you can barely use it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. don't ever fucking wear flip-flops. Yeah, you can wearing? bring it back. Wellies. <laughs> well, basically, yeah, you'd be more in tune to wear wellies all year round. Yeah. And they get rained all the time, it just gets, goes in the top. Yeah. So you'd be fucked anyway. But yeah, flip-flops, and they, they grate on my, between my big toe and uh-huh. my next biggest toe. So I just, I, I bought a pair, because I hadn't worn them for like, 10 years and then went on holiday uh, last year to Spain uh, for a week and I was like you know I'm going to buy a nice pair of flip flops mm-hmm. I'm going to take them over there I'm going to wear them sure I'll get used to them I wore them for two hours um, I walked up a slight hill and I was like this is absolutely <laughs> awful so I just took them off these are horrendous yeah I took them off I walked barefoot which was quite painful but not as painful surprisingly as yeah. wearing flip flops and I bought <laughs> a really shitty cheap pair of sandals for like six euro yeah. they have lasted and two different people have asked me where I got them because they look so comfy yeah. they, they're quite like they're really really comfy I don't comfy. know a man but, on the street in Spain was yeah, selling them bloody donkey not, not branded <laughs> they're called some random name that no one's ever heard of or some yeah. sort of off brand who cares yeah. but like and the flip flops I gave to my cousin Charlotte but um you know, I re- I do wish I could wear flip flops, but I am finding now barefoot. Barefoot. That's what I'm doing around the house all the time yeah. now. Just even the except in the winter when it's really fucking cold in here, because obviously this is laminate flooring and out there is uh, tiles, mm-hmm. so that gets it's quite nice now. Obviously, when you came in, it's a, it's a little bit cooler than outside because the tiles are so cold. Uh-huh. But in the winter, we've walked down here before um, in like a morning. <clears throat> Uh, in like, you know December or something or February <coughs> and you come down and it is so cold it almost hurts you, mm-hmm. you know when you're like um, you touch some cold water it's like oh jeez you like have a shiver yeah. it's like that yeah. so obviously apart from those times I have to wear socks but I got into slippers as well uh, last for my birthday a friend of mine bought me um, was it no Christmas she bought Moccasin me slippers. slippers I don't know what that is they're if you quickly look I have a tattoo of a guy wearing moccasin slippers they're like the little crimped around the edge sort of thing with a little lace on the front no not quite that's cool moccasin slippers are immense no, my ones they're basically like you know mittens yeah right? you know you can get basically if you foot have mittens yeah you know like a foot mitten yeah it's basically just it almost looks like uh, an oven mitt on my foot but the inside <laughs> is furry it's like an Ugg boot but yeah. not quite you know it's not air quote stylish if, if Ugg boots are even are stylish but it's basically just know. yeah it's like a big woolly sock and the bottom that's has got those tiny you know those weird little plasticky dots just uh-huh. for a tiny bit of grip that's it yeah for and the most minimal amount of grip just exactly. stop before labor just oh, so fucking comfy like as soon I got them. I was because I asked for them because I was like, I really want some slippers because I have uh-huh. a great tendency of smacking my toes on everything. Um, so I was like, no, I need to get some fucking slippers in the winter. So I did, and then I I like them so much. Right, I went to a like a camping thing in March, and I took my fucking slippers. It was Edge. boiling hot, so I didn't need to wear them. But I I, I took I took them to my mates' houses. If Mo- I go to my mates' house, I wear <laughs> took slippers over there. Moccasin slippers. They've got like a, that that sort of style of slipper. Old man slippers, otherwise known as sometimes, they've got like a plastic sole. Yeah, and my dad, for him, that was fair game. He could wear them out. Nice. He would I've drive me to school in them. He would go to work <laughs> in them occasionally. He would go shopping in them if he couldn't be bothered to change his shoes. He would just he wore those slippers all the time. So much so that when he passed away, he went in his slippers. Really, we sent him off in his slippers. He That's went in suit. Adorable suit slippers. <laughs> you know, That's amazing. Things like. It, hence why there's a tattoo of a guy with slippers on my arm. That's nice, yeah. And um, yeah, they. So from growing up, it was moccasin style slippers, and then I got a bit older, and I was like, I'm a grown up now. I can have moccasin slippers as opposed to little weird slip on y things that don't actually stay on your foot. Yeah, fuck that. And, um, Mine, I'm like that, obviously. And yeah, I was just like, yeah, well, I need those, and got them, and never looked back. 
Exactly. Unreal. I know I'm like with I'm like that with um obviously in the in the win in the summer people uh <coughs> when they come over I'm basically always in basically these shorts because they're like the thinnest shorts I got mm-hmm. and they're really comfy for being around the house and stuff. But um I'm always in pajama bottoms, as you probably know. It's that you like yeah. you come over my house, mate. <laughs> I'm normally barefoot in a baggy t-shirt and pajama bottoms yeah. because pajama bottoms. I like. I have not worn them. I've worn them to the cinema once because I was wearing them and I left the house and I forgot and I was like, oh Didn't shit! Realize. I was like, they're not gonna let me in. I was like, wearing pajamas for fuck's sake. They're actually not gonna let me in. And I walked in and everyone let me in. I was like. I kind of would have rather they rejected me because now I want to just come in the cinema yeah, always all you've done is open the floodgates. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like, you know, I can't really... In shops, I think you could maybe get away with it. Maybe. But like, there's certain times where you couldn't buy, wear uh, pyjamas. But a lot of the time, if someone comes over like this or whatever and they, yeah. they need a lift home or something, I just wear pyjamas now. I just take them home, go wearing that. I may occasionally go like a corner shop Tesco or some shit. Yeah. But it's like, I fucking love yeah, exactly. pyjamas. They're so comfortable. Well, I, I drove to Macca's once in a onesie. Nice. Just because it's a big tiger onesie. That is amazing. And like, I'm a big guy, so it's a big tiger. <laughs> and um, just come through in my car, blah, 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 blah. can I get some cheeseburgers? That's amazing. <laughs> we were just over at a mate's house chilling and stuff like that. We were like, mm, we think the cheeseburger challenge, which obviously you get three minutes, yeah. a stack of McDonald's cheeseburgers, and you try and cram as many as you can. Yeah. The record is 11. What, um, in your friend group or? Yeah. Well, I'd, yeah, I'd love to know a national one. That'd be amazing. It'd probably be something disgusting as some people are inhuman. They just inhale yeah. food. Yeah. Um, yeah, the record was held by Ollie and he had 11. Um, what do you have? Eight? Yeah, I think it was about eight, nine, something like that. Mm. But I'd already been eating McDonald's. Mm. I, I like to think on a clean, open run, I could probably smash a record out of the water. But, yeah, so I, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, I'll drive because everyone else has been drinking because I was, I was still young. Yeah. Um, I literally just learned to drive. I was like 18, 19 when I learned to drive. Mm. Um, well, I passed anyway. I'm the same. And uh, they were all a bit older and they were all having a couple of beers and stuff like that. I was like, no, I'm just chilling. You know, don't really drink that much at that age at that time. Um, so yeah, I was like, no, I'll be driver. I'll be driving and stuff. And they are like, yeah, okay, we're all a bit hungry. I was like, Maccas, let's go, I'll drive. Yeah. And we were at Ollie's flat and it was cold in his flat because we had better things to spend our money on than the heating because mm. blankets and hoodies and stuff yeah and we had all the doors and all the windows open because it gets smoke out of the house and, and what was that thing you said earlier about the window yeah exactly there's nothing um, opening yeah, a window is free, free. <laughs> and um yeah so it was always cold and at least because the windows were open like all the time um i'm pretty sure one of them actually broken to be honest <laughs> um yeah so because it was cold and because i just had a onesie bought for my birthday I put a onesie on. That's it. That's why not? And I rocked up as a giant tiger. Everyone had a laugh. We had some McDonald's. We played some Xbox. Had a few drinks. It was good. That's all you got to do. It's, I, I'm just so much... It's so much more about comfort than anything else with me, oh, especially. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know if you uh, feel this way, but like with me, I will wear a shirt <clears throat> at times. I think most good dudes do look really good in suits. I mm. think if you're on a suit, yeah, I agree. You look yeah, proper you look good. Really sharp. But I think that middle ground of shirt wearing... Obviously, where I work in an office and in insurance, we all wear shirts Monday to Thursday, Friday, you wear casual, which this is basically what I yeah. wear um, I don't wear pyjamas I'm not it's not quite that yeah. casual not quite yeah. that casual unfortunately not yet I haven't worked away yet not yet not yet maybe if I keep working there for years I'll become a manager I'll get some authority and then I'll call yeah. pyjamas you there put jammies on <laughs> jammy Friday um, but yeah and I don't like shirts I haven't got a problem with nope. people wearing them at all. I totally agree. And in, in the summer, I think it's great because you can wear an open shirt, which is like the next level from a t-shirt because yeah. it's so airy. It's like almost wearing a cape with sleeves. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> great. Amazing. It, it, um, I used to love that shit, but... No, I totally agree. I We went out for dinner not too long back. I bought a polo shirt. Okay. The perfect middle ground. It has a collar. Mm. Yeah, it's a t-shirt. Yeah. I like t-shirts. The collar makes it smart enough to look like you can go out for dinner in. Yeah. Perfect. Whereas a shirt and jeans or shirt and some trousers and some shoes or something, not quite a suit. Mm. It's like you're left a bit at home. You look a bit yeah. incomplete. Whereas you know, my, my oldest brother got married like three weeks ago or four weeks ago or something like that. Um, full three-piece suit. Mm, yeah. And it was, like most men, I think your actual waistline is just below your belly button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any man who wears his tra- his trousers there or his shorts there or whatever. <laughs> they go in the gap under your belly, yeah, like halfway between your belly button and your crotch. Yeah, basically, you know, it's like your snail trail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is the spot for wearing trousers. Mm. It's become that. But on the wedding, they were measured up properly, mm-hmm. and so we had trousers up there, waistcoat under that, uh, you know, cufflink shirt, um, cravat tailed morning coat and I just thought it looked pimp yeah so so dapper yeah it looks unreal and then 
you know, as it was, it was weather was like this, so it was horrendous, and the wedding was outside. Yeah. So by the time everyone sort of had dinner, you take your jacket off for dinner, and Tom was like, after dinner, I'd do whatever you like, but mm. I'd just like to kind of keep it neat because the photographer's going to be going around getting like candy shots and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. suits yeah. and stuff. So after dinner, you could, you know, he was like, do whatever you want, get comfy. So waistcoat came off, cravat off, shirt rolled up, um, but the, I don't know, don't know, the sleeves were like slightly stretchy, okay. so you could roll it up. And pin it with your cufflinks. Oh, that's Which fucking, was immense. So halfway so before arms pinned with cufflinks. Amazing. And we had um suspender like what are they call um braces. Yes, yeah. Suspenders yeah. there are a different thing. Yeah. Um braces, yeah, braces on under it, which were pinstriped to match the trousers, Ooh. proper polished up, and yeah. he bought us all cufflinks, all the all the groomsmen he'd bought us a wedding favour of cufflinks. Nice. With our initials on. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, like laser engraved initials on all the cufflinks and stuff. That's so cool. And I just felt so smart and yeah. so sharp looking. It was unreal. And then, like I said, we went to dinner, I bought that polo shirt. The reason I bought one is because I put on a shirt of mine. I mm. like the shirt. It's nice. It's a greeny coloured shirt with flex all over it. It's really nice. It's quite airy. It's got a bit of stretch to it, which is good if you're a big guy. Yeah. You know. And I put <clears throat> some nice looking jeans on, a smart sort of suede shoes, put my shirt on, and just went, this looks crap. <laughs> I don't know what I'm playing out here. This looks really bad. Mm. And I think it was the contrast from having looked so amazingly on point with the three-piece suit, mm. like a week before, that then I put a shirt on and was like, I look, I look dodgy, I reckon. This yeah. doesn't look right. Like, you're not casual, you're not smart, you're awkward. Yeah. So went out, discovered polo shirts, we out and about that day anyway. And I got that stuff out because if we're going out, my missus looks amazing. Yeah. I tell her she looks beautiful every day, but she always makes an effort, she looks great when we go out. I, when we head out, try to match up that because I'm a scruffy guy. I like <laughs> yeah. my shorts, I like my t-shirts, I'll do anything <laughs> in them. Um, so I'm like, you know, She's putting a lot of effort in. She always does. She looks beautiful. you got to at least play your part and look lovely when you go out. Yeah, yeah, So I got the shirt out in the morning. I was like, oh, it's clean. I've ironed it. I tried it on. Make sure it still fits, you know, whatever, all that sort of stuff. I was like, you look terrible. you got to do something. Yeah. You can't go out looking like that. You yeah. look like a scruff bag next to your beautiful missus. you got yeah. to change. And um, I never used to give a crap about stuff like that at mm. all. It's only, it's only quite recently... Um, I was having a conversation with my brother who's like, have a little think next time. Because he said it. I said, we were going to go out somewhere and we both were running late because both of our other halves were taking so long to get ready. <laughs> For me, it was shower, trim up beard a little bit. Sneeze once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you're done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> Obviously, with them, there's a lot. And we were a bit late and me and Tom were getting a drink. And... Uh, I was like, fuck, say, yeah, sorry, we're late, man. He's like, well, we've only been here about a minute. I was like, you were late too. Fucking women. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. He's like, have just have a gander. While you're chilling on the sofa watching telly, have a gander at how stressed they're getting because they're putting so much effort into it. Yeah. I was like, weirdo, whatever. Trying to be old man wisdom. He's actually really true. Mm. Like, they do put a lot into looking nice for you. Yeah. And um, I kind of feel like I should try and, you know, Put, put some effort in, yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously I didn't look and go, oh, wow, I look like a scruff boy. I've treated her so horrendously. But I just thought, yeah, actually, she does. She does put a lot of effort in to look really nice, really mm-hmm. great on my arm. So I should look good on hers. Yeah. You know? So I was, I got into it and she wanted to nip off and get a few things, like some nails done and all that sort of thing. And uh, I just thought, oh, while we're out, I'll have a look because that shirt did look, I can fall back on it, but I think I can do better. Yeah. Discovered polo shirts. Nice. Unreal. <laughs> If you get a nice one, the material is cool and it is well fitting and there's a bit of stretch if you need a bit of stretch. And just keep two buttons, two out of three buttons done up. You look neat. Yeah. You look good. And it does look really good. Yeah. So all over that. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, you know, I think a part of it is also uh, is body type as well. Like, for yeah. example, like I've never been a small guy and when I was younger, I was a lot more overweight. And obviously, as I've gotten older, I'm more toned, but I'm still not a small guy. No. Whereas, like, uh, Reese, uh, Callum, and Kieran, they're thinner guys, especially Reese and Callum. And they wear shirts and they look great <coughs> in, a, in a shirt casually. They look great. Yeah. But me, I just, I don't. I, I no. think it's when you're a bit of a bigger guy, it ends up being. 
I find they're more restricting, even if they're not a small shirt. I just find I can't. Yeah. They're not. It's around the waist move, area. Bend and it's strange and it's, it's weird. It's the ribs area, stuff like that. And you yeah. obviously because it's love handles. Points. Yeah. They, yeah. They're not exactly love Straining handles. buttons. Yeah. Exactly. That one just under yeah. like I like to like maybe it's my pectorals, maybe it's my man boobs. <laughs> Wherever yeah, it is, yeah. is that area is like quite tight. So it's like you move and it's tugging slightly. And you go okay, just get a bigger shirt. But it's like if you get a shirt that is bigger and too big, it looks crap. So you have to get a tight yeah. enough shirt, and it's just, I don't like the material of a lot of yeah. shirts, they're a lot of polyester, and I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of that, but you get the right. really cottony ones, and then they don't look smart enough, and it's like, well, what's the mm-hmm. point? But with certain guys, it looks good, but it's funny you say about co- um, uh, polo shirts, because, fair enough, kudos to you, obviously, well, this is one of the great things we can have right. different opinions, I hate polo shirts, not for people wearing them, but for me wearing them, because yeah. my, <laughs> the antithesis of me wearing shit is I fucking hate collars. <laughs> Really? I, I don't know why it is. I, people wearing them, like, as in, when you look at someone with a collar, that's fine, I don't give a shit. Just my own, in my being, I hate having something either side of my neck. V-necks is for me. I, I do like a good V-neck. Yeah, I can't I, do it. I, I, I like it. I, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah. Moobs, I'm a hairy guy. See, I'm a hairy guy, that's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't mind showing off that I'm a hairy guy. Yeah. But it tickles and it irritates me. Yeah, I see. Because it goes down and it's rubbing and yeah, you know, it is there. Well, trappy. And... I've always got this one, haven't I? So I've, I've yeah, true. The V-neck for me kind of makes me look cultured, and I've got a little. I bit wear of hair no, there. I wear no jewelry ever. Yeah, see, I love jewelry. I, I yeah. like if I'm the winter's my, one of my favourites because um, in the summer I don't really wear much jewelry because mm. it's so hot. Yeah. But you know, you see me out in town. I have like braces halfway up my forearm. Yeah. I've got like two necklaces on. I've got Places like rings on. A couple of rings. Exactly. I, mean, I, I love wearing all that shit. My, so my brother bought me. A wooden carved watch. Oh, nice. Beautiful yeah. watch. Mm. I wear it if I'm going out. Yeah. That is it. Mm. I've got three Literally watches. It. I oh. wear no rings. I wear no bracelets. I've no necklaces. Well. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I would love a pocket watch. Pocket watch um, I'd only wear it with a suit. And well, that's it. That's I mean, I'd wear a lot more suits like a, just to wear Get like a waistcoat watch. with a real good pocket watch. Exactly. Yeah. That. That's my dream. When I get married or anything like that, I'll get a lot of money. I'm going to get myself a real nice three-piece suit, like a proper waistcoat, yeah. all fitted, have a pocket watch in there with mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. There's a the little chain. Oh, blam. Exactly. Well, I monocle. Wear watch when I'm out. Maybe not a monocle. That's <laughs> <laughs> one step too far. I think the pocket watch is as far into that realm I can yeah. go without being a complete dick. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a little bit yeah. of one. But like with shirts, like I think it might also be partly because um, I used to be a bigger guy well, I'm still a bit of a big guy but when I was a lot more overweight I had a lot more of a fat neck uh-huh. like I wasn't when I was younger I wasn't necessarily had a big belly or anything I was just generally quite big all over but I had a really fat neck mm. and double chin sort of thing so I'd find that things with collars I mean you got the buttons which you can undo but uh-huh. I would always find that the top two I'd have to undo it, and then it's just like an openish shirt yeah. and I couldn't stand collars because I have like a weird relationship with ties I feel like a tie in a suit you look fucking baller yeah, you, you look, look top of yeah. the rain but I think if you're not in a suit in your tie, you look like a young intern at some sort of like you know what I mean like a 20 year old is trying too yeah. hard 16 year old for their first interview exactly and what it just are you wearing? weird shirt and tie no you said that wrong you mean suit and tie exactly shirt and tie should not be a thing 100% it should be banned <laughs> should it, be bad I just don't like, like I don't understand or a ties. salesman you look like a dodgy salesman <laughs> well, yeah I don't get ties like I, the fight, with a suit I think it does it, it can really help bring the suit together but I think that's because suit is all about you've got like one or two colours which is generally the shirt and trousers or whatever and then you have the other colours which is generally the suit and the waistcoat and it's that with yeah. the tie it adds another you can normally have the tie of those two colours and it's just kind of adding layers that work with each mm. other, which is fine. When you're, when you're only wearing a top and trousers and there's nothing to add, yeah. wearing one other random thing looks stupid. And I don't understand why our culture has decided... Like I, was, I was talking to the guys about this the other day and um, I was saying, I don't get ties where people think they look smarter. And the guys were saying, but they do look smarter. And I was like, they do look smarter because... We think because of culture, yeah. we think they do. There used to be there used to be those things in like Shakespearean times, those weird ass neck things. I don't know what they're called. Uh, it's like the like spitting a ruff or something. Ruff like or something. Yeah. Like. And they look like a spitting lizard. And it's like yeah. they used yeah. to be fashionable. People used to think you look good in them, but you don't. You look like an idiot. And a tie. I'm not having a dig at anyone who wears ties. I'm just confused. Like, how is it that our culture has evolved into thinking if you get a bit of random, like two inch thick fabric, wrap it around your neck and dangle it down, mm. that looks tidy. How, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. It's, it's only, true, but it, why? It looks smart because in your mind you link it to suit. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That is one hundred percent why. Yeah, that is why. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, we've hit the hour mark now already which is great but I kind of need a wee it's getting a bit hot in here and it's getting dark so I just think we've managed to 
if we stop here, yeah. this is actually not only a good place to stop because I like having my podcast mm-hmm. about an hour long, but then we can have a little break because it's getting a bit warm in here and then just break. have a breather. Hit another part. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Game on, man. Cool. Well, <laughs> back soon. And there we go. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Um, next week, I've got Dom coming back. Um, we're going to talk about sort of more political things. Uh, we talk about Brexit, uh, the left versus the right, Labour versus Conservative, the balance, an ideal world. So next week is a lot more of a political podcast. Um, it's not a part one and part two sort of scenario because this podcast, I think, is a good standalone. Um, so we've got that uh, coming up. Um, after that, I've got an episode with uh, my paleontologist friend Wayne. His sister's coming on the or is on the has been on the podcast. I've been releasing an episode of that. Um, I've got Alex Hart, my mate. He's going to be. Um, I've done an episode with him. I'll be releasing. I'm planning on recording one with Bradley in the future. He's one that I did. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of two parter, which is hand bras and no vag, uh, and kill eight puppies or your best friend. Moral questions. Um, both of them. I think that's around episode eleven ish. So go check that one out. That's a really fun one. Just two uh, best mates just chatting about nothing in particular and having a laugh. So you know that's going to be uh, that's a great one to check on uh, if you haven't already listened to that. Um, I'm going to stop now because otherwise I'm just going to end up rambling on for ages. Uh, thanks as always for tuning in, guys. If you feel like it deserves it, give us a review on iTunes or Podbean, Stitcher, any of those things. Um, like us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Instagram is generally the thing that I use the most. Um, I generally post on there every day. Um, I or at least try to, you know, five six times a week. Um, I post about new episodes, but I also post with pictures, sometimes with the guests I've had on, sometimes relating to the episodes. Like I had one which was with Wayne and uh, Josh a couple of weeks back about our favorite animals or some cool animals and things so there's a couple of pictures of those animals on there and some of the stuff Wayne was talking about um it's you know and I post about some music I like sometimes uh, movies or a series I recommend things like that you know so it's it's a nice little way to sort of keep in the loop with uh, the goings on of future episodes you know if you're not like an avid listener who subscribes and listens to every single episode if you just think he does cool stuff occasionally or genuine shit that does if I'm saying it's the brand name essentially um but you know it's it's a good way to keep up then you can just kind of browse through my instagram feed you may see a couple of things that you just think are cool and you just think well maybe i'll give that a listen maybe not if you don't want to like full-on subscribe but if you like you you know every episode something different so if you subscribe sometimes it's cool to have something new just sort of pop up there but um anyway guys i just appreciate anyone listening especially this far and well i think that's about it i'll um i appreciate all of you and i'll talk to you next week